side-by-side podcast where we connect busy female leaders in ministry to the practical resources they need today. We are your co-hosts, and I'm Annie Purdue Olson. And I'm Heidi Swart. This week, I had the honor to talk to Andrea Coley, who's the teaching pastor at Crosswinds Church in the Bay City area of California, and she's also executive director of Lead Bold. She is actually a former improviser in Vegas. Hmm. And she has her master's in theology. Okay, improv, <laughs> theology. Now that's a pretty dynamic conver- combination, that's right? That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, it makes her a really fun and energetic speaker, and she does a lot of public speaking. Mm. We talked in this episode about the encouraging conversations that really matter in our life and leadership as women. You know what? We get so busy that sometimes we don't even know how much we need encouragement, Mm -hmm. and we maybe even forget to initiate this important conversation with others. You know, the people in our life who might need a word or two of encouragement (laughs) now and then. This really stuck out to me because... When I started stepping into leadership positions, I realized that I was not naturally a good encourager. So this was something that I really intentionally focused on um, because I knew the people I was leading needed it. And it's not that I always do it right because I'm sure I miss plenty of opportunities, but I loved how she articulated what I believe is the heart behind our podcast, which is to work side by side instead of in competition with one another. And I could so relate to how easily it is, uh, how easy it is to look around and see what other people are doing and Mm -hmm. see them on the stage or social media. And then we start this crazy doubting of ourselves, this imposter syndrome or insecurity, and it sets in so fast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's Mm -hmm. just a great reminder of how quickly we can stop doing what God has called us to do because we think there isn't room for us. And she had such a great message to remind us that we do have a unique message and that we do need to encourage one another and continue to work side by side because there's so much room at the table for all of us. Yes. Amen. And you can't hang out with Andrea very long without getting a little bit of laughter. So (laughs) we did have a little bit of fun and a little bit of seriousness Mm -hmm. in this conversation. Um, And I can't wait for you to listen to this great conversation on how we can now get busy encouraging and building each other up. Andrea, I am so excited to have you here on the podcast because I'm really looking forward to our conversation today. This is going to be a hot topic for, I think, many women who need to really hear the message of encouragement over comparison, like we need to be each other's cheerleader. And we're going to dive into that conversation in a minute. But I really want to hear a little bit more about you and Lead Bold and wondering if you could just highlight what it is that you're all about. Absolutely. Thanks, Annie. I'm excited as well to be here. And I do feel like this is an important conversation. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Yeah. So yeah, we we unknowingly started Lead Bold a couple of years ago in 2018 with just a parking lot conversation that evolved into a conference a couple years later. And then that now has evolved into what is essentially a leadership community for women in ministry. Our hope is to be able to provide space and place for women in ministry leadership, whatever that looks like, the whole gamut, uh, to come and and be connected to one another, to be encouraged and equipped and and even challenged uh, to do the work that God's called us to do. 
I love it because one of the things that we've talked about on the side by side podcast is is that every woman needs to have connection and confidence as two really key things. And I know when you and I met before, that was like one of the things we circled around is this value of connection that women in in leadership, especially if we've been in leadership for a while, and we've kind of worked really hard to get where we're at. Like sometimes we step over the connection part of it because we're so busy, we're doing so many different things, and we miss out on that. And so I love love what you're doing with Lead Bold and being able to really help women in ministry get connected, um, become more confident. And I love what you just said about being challenged. Whew, sometimes we need that, don't we? Absolutely. And to be challenged in a safe place with other people who understand what we're up against, because we all have that in common, that we are kind of forging our way down this path that you know, each one of us has different challenges based on our setting yeah. and, and all the other things. And to just know that you can look someone in the eyes who truly understands the challenges that you're facing. It's a, it's a real game changer for a lot of women in, in ministry leadership. Sometimes there's things that really get in the way of really creating that connection that we so need as women and that encouraging, supportive uh, environment where we can have some of those safe conversations that challenge us to grow, uh, that help us decompress some of the challenges that we face and figure out how we're going to go forward with that. And like, why is it so important to have those connections for us as women in leadership? You know, you've kind of hit on it a little bit already for a number of reasons, the role that so many of are in can be a really lonely role. Yep. Um, some of it is because of the busyness that you talked about. We just, we don't have time to do all the things other than do the work and try to manage our family life, whatever that looks like, right? The amount of energy we have left over to kind of reach outside of our bubble and find that connection is just non-existent. Um, and then the other piece of it is, is that we, I think, have so much been working to prove ourselves and find our own place that having those peer relationships is, it's really rare. I hate saying that. It's just so rare. Um, so I think that, you know, it's so important to be able to have those because it's definitely what we're lacking. And we've built up this muscle to be able to just do it on our own. Yep. <laughs> and so for us to even realize the need for someone else who is a peer to pour into us. I mean, it's one thing to talk about finding a mentor. That is hard. It's another <laughs> thing to talk about trying to mentor other people or build into other people. That is hard. But we, it's like after both of those, which many of us fail at. Anyway, there's this middle layer of the people who are my peers being able to build into me. And absolutely that can be men. And I hope that every woman listening does have men who build into her, but it is a unique and special thing to have other women who are at that peer level who can speak life into us. Yeah. 
Just, I mean, sometimes we just need people to make sense or make meaning out of our experience. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I've had the experience where I'm kind of like, am I the only woman who's experiencing this? Like, am I crazy that I think this way? (laughs) Right. Right. But don't you find sometimes that when you, when you verbalize it and you do have the chance to get it out there, all of a sudden people are coming out of the woodwork like, oh, me, me too. I mean, I'm not trying to reference me too. I'm just saying also me, Yes, Uh, you know, it's like you, you, when you've had an experience that you hadn't even thought of before, and then you start to find women who've also had that experience and it is validating, Mm -hmm. you know, and if they're a few steps ahead of you down that path, it can help kind of enliven that hope in you that yes, you can get to the other side of this or yes, that there is a way to grow in your resilience through this instead of feeling like you got, you got broken. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that erodes confidence is when we're in that place where we get like spinning in our head is like, I'm the only one who experiences this. There must be something wrong with me that I can't overcome this. We look at other women who are seeming like they're doing it. They're like up on stage, they're being really successful. And we're looking at those women and we're going, they got it figured out, but I don't have it figured out. And it like bottoms out our confidence. It's so true. I heard something just the other day that was talking about, I wish, I wish I could say it as well as they did, but it was this idea that we compare our real true life, everything we know about our life to the little version of somebody else's life that we see that is, like you said, on stage, on social media, whatever their persona is. And we compare those as if they're evenly compared. And that is where we get into so much trouble because man, that'll just spin us out and put our energy in all the wrong places. Yep. And you know what? I've been in that place where I've looked around at other people and going, boy, I so don't have it together like they do. And then I'll turn around. You know, I mean, I've preached before 3000 people and I've done all these amazing things and people will look at me and they'll go, boy, you're so strong. And I was like, if you only knew, like I do the same thing you do. I look out there and I look at those successful women in leadership and I go, I ain't got it. They got it. I don't. Totally. Well, and then it's like an extra beast because, because we do have some people that look to us, like you're saying, and they think we have it together. All of a sudden that makes us put up another facade. Okay. I have to now keep them thinking that I've got it all together. (laughs) You know, it's just that, that vulnerability thing is so hard and yet it is exactly where we need to be. But the question is, who can we truly be vulnerable with in a safe way? And that's why I think it comes back to being able to have those connections with other women who are also leaders, who are also in a ministry space and truly can understand what it's like to be in that in that place. Clearly, we need that. I mean, we need that connection. So why is it so hard for women to do that? It's, you know what, here, here's one thing and why, why I think I'm so excited about Lead Bold is there are not a lot of places to do it. I mean, honestly, there's, I'm, I'm just now trying to see other places where maybe there's connections and ways to make those relationships, but they are few and far between. And then you add on top of that, the ones that are most accessible are in your context. Well, sometimes you got to get out of your context to be able to like really be your true self, you know, but you know, as a pastor, 
I'm so, uh, you know, kind of entrenched in the work of the church. It's not like I go visit other churches ever or find ways to meet other women ever. I'm doing my work at my church, you know, so it's like the opportunity's not there. And, um, and yet, and then when, when we do find a connection, it's often just in our own little world. And we, that's not always what we need. So, you know, it's so true. I remember talking to a, a woman in leadership and she was a part of a really small denomination and she was really looking for supports. So we were brainstorming ways that she could get some of the supports that she, that she needed. And she turned to me and she just said, we're a really small denomination. There's no place else I can look. And it's just like, so our circles are, as women in leadership, do tend to be a little small. It's our church. It's our church community. It's maybe the nonprofit organization or the industry that we're in. Um, and then maybe you get a denomination. Maybe you don't. Um, you know, yeah, then, right. like, where do you go? That's exactly it. And, you know, again, it comes back to just the kind of lack of energy reserves that we have if we find a connection then if we pursue that connection and if we connect with that person and it actually is a good connection, then we still have to build the time to build that friendship. It's yeah. we're, it's really kind of an uphill battle. And yeah, I just, I really think that it comes back to being able to have a place where just those connections can be easier. Yeah. Yep. So making those connections easier is really one of the key things that Lead Bold does. Um, and then we as individuals, in order to contribute to that, we got to create capacity to be able to have the conversations, um, to be able to engage with others in that group. And like, how do you feel like that? Like you've been doing Lead Bold now for what, two years? Yeah, yeah, almost, almost two. Yeah, well, almost three. Yeah, I've lost track of all time. <laughs> Well, so like, what are you seeing that's working for women who are able to create that you're creating space for connection, but they are also creating capacity to be able to invest in the relationships around them and to have the kind kind of conversations where they connect and encourage one another. What's working? You know, um, really there's, uh, if you think about like a, a chasm, two sides, and then you've got the bridge in the middle. And so on one side, there's lead bold. And what we're trying to do is create opportunities through, you know, workshops, conferences, meetups, things like that. And we're trying to put them out there on the other side of the chasm is, is the person, the woman who is needing that, who's maybe feeling lonely and really, uh, what's on her shoulders is to do exactly what you're saying and to to prioritize it, to look for it, to commit to showing up. You know, I think a lot of a lot of the first step is just showing up. And that sounds so simple, but it is complicated for all the reasons we just said. Yeah. Um if I show up, like I'm gonna look like I need help, but the whole way I've gotten where I am is by looking like I know what I'm doing and I don't need help. And, you know, I mean, that's just one of this layers and layers of, um, psychological things that get in the way, emotional things, spiritual things, throw comparison over it. I mean, that just muddies it even more. So it's really being able to get to a I mean, sadly, sometimes you have to get to a crisis point as a leader where you're saying, if I don't lift my head out of the mess and look for 
other people that can support me, that can be part of my community. Um, if I don't do that, I'm going to burn out, fail, whatever. So it's almost like the need for the connection has to get higher than the risk of putting yourself out there. You know, like every woman has to come to that point to be able to say it is now worth the risk that that it certainly will be to to show up and then to see what I find. But but you know what? Once you get there, I'm confident what we're trying to do at Lead Bold is to not have it be a scary right. place. <laughs> to get there and go, oh my gosh, what took me so long? This is a place of like encouraging, affirming, accepting people that is like speaking life into me. And I need that. Yeah. You know what? There's we're, t- we're doing a series now called Conversations That Matter. And so it really sounds like there's two conversations that matter in this whole dialogue. One is the conversation we have with ourselves, And then the other is the encouraging conversation we give to each other. So I'm going to ask you, first of all, the conversation we need to have with ourselves as women leaders who haven't stepped up and done the connection because of whatever barrier is getting in the way, all the barriers we've talked about, what's the conversation she can have with herself that's going to help her make that first step? You know, I think that it's an honest conversation um, and asking herself the question of what do I need? Mm. Um, And that's a hard one to answer. But I think if we can step back from all the mire and ask ourselves, what do I need? I do think it gives us the chance to set aside all the hurts and all of the distractions and be able to prioritize our like like leading ourself mm-hmm. you know it's what you're talking about yep. it's attending to myself um because i know that's the only way i'm going to keep serving the people i'm serving and yep. keep walking in the call that god's put on my life um and i do think that god honors that question of and and you know what i'll add to it not just what do i need what do i want yeah what are my desires? You know, I think there's a, there's a passage. And if I was more spiritual, I would know the reference, but (laughs) where Jesus turns to one of the disciples is like, what do you want? And I think it's a, you probably didn't say it that way, but (laughs) I think it's this, this invitation, like, what do you want from me? What do you want this to look like? God doesn't put this call on our life and then like, good luck, report back to me when you die. How did it go? It's, it's like, let's do this together. What do you want that journey to look like? There's so many things we don't have control over externally and internally, I suppose. But I think that if we were to stop and ask ourselves, what do I need? What do I want? It's a place where we do have control. It allows us to prioritize it allows us to create the space to show up in ways that nurture ourselves. And, you know, I don't think as women, we stop very often to ask ourselves those two questions. I mean, I think that's a great conversation with self that we should be having on a frequent basis as women. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so much that gets in the way of it. Oh, yeah. But the second conversation I think is equally as important is what's the conversation we need to have with other women leaders? Like we are not like, I don't even think sometimes to like offer that word of encouragement or to be the cheerleader that other women leaders might need me to be because I'm so busy doing what I need to do. And the next thing on my plate, 
that I forget the conversation I need to have with other women leaders. So like, what's your challenge to us on the conversation we need to have with others to be that cheerleader, to be that encouraging voice, to challenge them and push them forward? Yeah, you know, when we get to a place where we have asked ourselves those questions and shown up and have begun to make those connections, I think so quickly, uh, we also start to feel a burden to care for each other. Yeah. And in my life, what I see is that, you know, kind of somebody will come into my mind or I'll be reminded of someone or I'll see something on social media. And um, what I want to try to get to is where my first response is, how can I speak encouragement or, you know, life into that person. I love it so much if that was something that we all did. And like I said, I'm not very good at it, but it's this idea of trying to be intentional, knowing that a quick email for no reason, or, you know, a message on social media to say, I'm praying for you today, or a note, you know, a note is like, like an actual piece of paper that goes through the mail. I know I don't remember what those are, where are my stamps, but I mean, like how crazy I have a friend who is so good at this and I'll get a card from her. That is the card that's like written on, on both sides. And then it goes to the back and arrows drawn. It's this big. And you're just like, who does this? This is amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I think for us to be intentional, to be reaching um, behind us, in front of us, side to side, and doing that is yeah. huge. And the other thing, too, is that, you know, because comparison is, is such a challenge and it's, it comes so naturally to us, sadly, mm-hmm. um, you know, jealousy is sort of like the, the other side of the coin of comparison. Exactly. And, I read one time that one of the ways to really try to push against that jealousy is to work that muscle of celebration and to celebrate people that maybe elicit a little bit of jealousy in you because you look at where they're at and you wish you X, Y, Z, right? Um, so even when it feels like, oh, the last thing I want to do, the last thing she needs is more affirmation. She's already getting all the affirmation because she has X many followers and just had a book come out and, you know, whatever, whatever, um, to have the discipline of celebration and especially to those that elicit jealousy in us to go out of our way to celebrate their accomplishments, um, I mean, that just works that muscle of love. Love is action, right? Yeah. I just love that. I love that. I think I might, you know, I love the idea of being intentional. Like we have to be intentional. And then when we have like that trigger of jealousy, we come at it, like we go to bat against that, so to speak. And I love those two combined together. I feel like I almost need to put, like to get intentional, I almost need to put a sticky note on my bathroom mirror every morning. Who are you going to encourage today? (laughs) You know, just like the question to myself. And every day you just do one thing for one person. And then every time you feel that sense of jealousy coming up or comparison, you know, we don't actually feel it as jealousy. Oftentimes we feel Mm. it first as comparison. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish that I could do that. I wish I was as good at that as, as, or, or even 
I could do better than that. It might even go yeah. like that, you know? <laughs> go like, a step further. Yeah. Right. Any of those kinds of feelings that come up to go, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out with an encouraging word, even if I don't think they need to be encouraged, because we just, we just proved in our earlier conversation that just because other people say, oh, she's so strong. She seems to have it together. Us on the inside, when we've been, when that has been said about us, we've turned it around and gone, that's so not true about me. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And, and I think too, you know, we, we tend to just try to deny the jealousy, right? Because, you know, we know it's bad and, and, and yet we kind of circle in it, but you know, I think that God sometimes uses jealousy to help pull us in the direction that he wants us to go. You know, when, before I was speaking very much, when I would see other people speaking, or I would go to the Bible study at my church and we would be doing a video or whatever, and I would feel jealous. Um, but it was a weird, um, like it was a, it was a sense of like, I want to be doing that. And I think God is calling me to do it. I'm just not there yet. And so again, if we, instead of trying to ignore the jealousy or ignore those triggers, we, we pay attention, you know, what, what might God be doing in this and how can I, turn this thing around to be something that is loving and life-giving, you know, like we talked about. I love about. it because so. it's changing the conversation again. It's changing the conversation yeah. from being focused on myself and like, you know, what I'm not doing or, or maybe how I could be better to what can I learn from this other person? How can they inspire me to do what God has called me to do? It's we're changing the conversation when we change the question. It's so true. It's so true. Our whole perspective is changing. What feels like there's not room at the table. We realize the table is so big and there is room for all of us at the table. And like how great to look across that table, the metaphorical table and, and be able to encourage one another and to say, yes, you do what God's calling you to do. Yes. I see you getting stronger. Yes. You can get through this. Um, it is a game changer. And, Again, so many women in ministry don't have the support or they feel boxed in um, by their context. And I mean, how beautiful would it be if we with each other can help bring that freedom to live fully into who and what God's calling in your life? Yep. And Lee Bold is all about creating space for that to be able to happen. So what do you guys got up your sleeve? What do you got coming up? Oh, I would love to share So one thing that we have coming up is um, an online opportunity. You know, we are expanding our reach and we know that not everybody can be in person. And so definitely something that is online Zoom based is on March 11th and it's called um, Contemplative Leader. And really what it is, is I'm going to be leading a Zoom where I'm going to walk everybody through a practice, a contemplation practice for leaders where we can call to mind a leadership experience, notice what God might have for us in it for now, and then apply it to our leadership situation now. And this is great for anybody in a leadership transition or just needing to kind of get refocused after ministry life has certainly gotten crazy, of course. Um, And here's my caveat to that. A couple of years ago, had I heard anything about something that's contemplative or any, anything like internal, you know, I would have been like, eh, nah, it's not really me. But 
Um, I have, I'm just starting to really appreciate those practices. So if you're somebody that is scared by that, don't worry. I am too. And, um, this is something though, that I'm trying to make it a really easy step-by-step guide, uh, to just give you a practice when you create that space, just you and God to be thinking about maybe where he's leading you next. In September, we have our fall conference, and that's September 10th and 11th, and we will have tickets go live here in the next couple of months, and really that is our big event where um, it's an in-person gathering, but we are going to be offering an online side-by-side experience for those who can't come to the Bay Area or, you know, for whatever reason, and this is where um, we have an incredible speaker lined up. We have a pre-conference lined up. We've got workshops. This is just a like all the things together as a place to connect. And we are so looking forward to hosting that. Um, You can go on our website, which is leadingbold.org. I wanna encourage women to sign up for our newsletter. That's the best way to stay in touch on social media. Our handles are both um, at leadingbold, Instagram and Facebook. Oh, it sounds so much, so wonderful. I'm so grateful that you are joining me on the podcast today. Thanks for sharing with us today. I had so much fun. Thank you for being somebody who's helping women have a voice and helping us understand how to listen to that inner and also move outer. I'm so thankful for you. Yes. Oh, thank you. I'm thankful for you too. You've been listening to the Side-by-Side Podcast with Annie Purdue Olson and Heidi Zort. Subscribe to get more practical tips women leaders need. Leave us a review. We want to know what you think. We would be so honored if you would share this episode with a friend. And finally, check out our show notes with great links to free practical resources from our guests and ways that you can connect with us because we believe we lead better when we lead side by side.